0: Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, uh, this is your host Fortwan uh, in a very freaking hot room We are on week four or five without air conditioning, so if there's a fan in the background still, I am sorry. <laughs> um, joined by co-host
1: Morg Daddy. how you doing? I am absolutely exhausted, it's been nothing but hot weather out in the sun just, well, I'm, I'm happy that I have a job, but holy crap, it's been just scorching out and just draining everybody and... Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just glad to see uh, a whole uh, a huge downpour outside. So uh, yeah, it's nice and cool now. It's doing a lot better. Doing a lot yeah. better now that we got some time. We should
0: have had we should have had rain, but it went around us, and I'm very sad because now everything's still just hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't you just hate it when you're like, oh please bring that cloud over, and then it just forms like this perfect donut hole around you, and you're like, why do you laugh at me, Mother Nature? Why? <laughs>
0: Uh, And then also co-host Pan How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great, let's get to this
0: Yeah, so we have, uh, I think, a fun idea We're going to talk about um, Games that we would like to see We're going to do one each tonight Um, Either remaster, remake, sequel, whatever But like a game we love that we want to see Modernized in some way Mm -hmm. Um, And then i pretty sure that, like, we have enough ideas. We'll probably end up doing this next week also, where we don't have um, a time constraint because of scheduling reasons. I had to record event quest right after this because of the, the double Magic the Gathering releases that we just had. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, heck, they were done with the second set of spoilers before they were done with the first set releasing. So, woof. Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, so yeah, so Morg... What is a game that you would like
1: to see remake, re- re- redone, or whatever? Um, okay, What so, would you... Yeah, okay, so... I'm caught between two different games. One one of them is for the sake of nostalgia. It would have been Croc 2. I mean, it's one of those 3D platformer games that would have been great to see, you know, remastered. Kind of like Banjo-Kazooie and like Spyro and the lot. Um, you can find it that on That is Goh, the I most...
0: Yeah, that, uh, that is the most memorable game that I have never played. Oh, um, it's
1: fantastic.
0: I still um, sing along, like, make a little sing-songy thing about his combo, because he goes kapow, ka-whack, ka-splat.
1: Yeah, I do exactly. that all the time,
0: and I've never played that game. Yeah,
1: do- <laughs> oh my, it is so, it's such a good game. But um, I think what would have pulled ahead of it would probably be Freelancer, because it's one of those games that is, like, super-duper good, but it it, it never got updated with like a uh, modern operating system. So I mean like even if you have a, a copy of the game that you could buy anytime, any place, anywhere, whatever, it's readily available. I have a copy that I recently bought, but the problem is is that because um uh the uh, the, pr- the protection um uh, encoding whatever it is that's on the disk, um it can't be um it can't be properly read or registered on modern operating systems. So y- you don't you, you you can't play the game even if you have a leave a cold copy.
2: so so you have to like emulate an older version of Windows to play it.
1: You have to get a crack for it, you have to get a um a crack to make it so you can play it without the disk. And then after that, you have to go into the system files, which there's like this text file that allows you to enter in and see like what kind of graphics cards it's able to read. Then what you have to do is you have to insert your graphics card, into this into um, this like graphics uh, text file, whatever it is that a lot that you know the game reads that you know says okay, these are like the, the video cards that w- that we can uh, that we can recognize that will allow us to be able to for allow you to be able to play the game. If you have a new one, you have to manually type in what kind of graphics card, this game will be will be able to allow is allowed to play and I'm stuttering a lot because like it was such a complex and stressful process actually trying to get my game to work and even then the game will occasionally crash the graphics aren't you know up to speed like they're kind of about they're like mid nineties to like early 2000s level of graphics where it's like half decent ish but everything is like sort of, like, flat-faced polygon and stuff like that. Like, kind of like the original Half-Life. Um, honestly, um, the only things that so, I So... Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say so, that... Oh, <laughs> yeah, you go ahead first.
0: What kind of game is this? Just Freelancer is what? Like,
1: um, Freelancer is kind of like a, um, it's a free-roaming, um, how do I describe it? Uh, it's a, a free-roaming third-person piloting kind of game. So you control your own ship, you get to customize it, customize it with weapons that you can afford. It's so kind of like Starlink, kind of like it in the sense that yeah, you have to make money, you have to take jobs, and then you have to constantly okay. be upgrading by getting new ships. You have to be getting like new um, like shields for it. Uh, you have to be up uh, making sure that you're like um, topped up with like uh, things like nanobots for being able to keep repairs up on your ship. You have to make sure that okay, you have batteries, stuff so, stuff like it. You know.
0: It's so you're it's an exploration game
1: where you have a ship and you're just exploring space, it sounds like uh, more than that. The idea is that you're a freelance pilot and what you do is you take on jobs for various organizations or even the government or police um, departments in whatever sectors that you happen to be in, and you try and make money um doing odd jobs for them whether it be like you know assassinating a guy or you know taking in a criminal by you know blowing up a ship and then drawing him in with a tractor pod or um but i mean like there's more to it than that like you can do all kinds of stuff like you could have light fighter ships you can have medium-sized fighter ships and you can also have freighters which are like the big cargo ships or whatever and then you can just go around the map um, buying and selling goods at whatever um, localized prices you would get them at in certain places. So, like, so this is yeah,
0: very much an open world game.
1: Yeah, it's it's very open world and it's it's full of so much customization and it's just it's a phenomenal game. But what it really is missing is it's missing that um, that modern feel to it. Like, it's an out of date game. Like they have. Um, uh, uh, they have, uh, like, a, a mod group or whatever that has, like, um, like uh, non-legal DLC, like, mods and stuff like that that you can download in order to be able to sure. update the game's graphics and stuff like that and make it so that you can actually play the game in um, HD, like, full screen, with more widescreen, I should say, rather than, like, just the small square box. Um Honestly, this game is so good. The only changes that it really needs is it just needs an to the update to the graphics and it needs it needs to be able to function on newer operating systems. Otherwise, it's a perfect game. Um so you just want a remake. Yeah, literally just um. want a remake with like just little updates to it, like just to make it a little bit fresh, kind of like how StarCraft remastered um okay. got an update for operating systems, modern operating systems.
0: So this is sounding to me
1: a lot like Rebel Galaxy. Is that something you've played or am familiar with? I'm familiar with it, and it actually does fit the theme fit themes very close to it. Um, there is, uh, okay. like for, for the most part it's a single player game, but you can also play online with other people. Like I believe um, there are dedicated fans who actually have a server up that allows people to go online and multiplayer and to be able to play against each other. Um, whether it be PVP or if like you know you take jobs together and do stuff like that, um, that's pretty awesome. It is. It this really sounds. Is.
2: This game to me sounds like Space Kenshi.
1: Yeah, I was I, thinking that yeah. too. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Um, yeah, my uh,
0: cool. my I have had since actually played Kenshi a bit. Pan. Um,
1: yeah, I died very quickly. Um, it, well, of yeah. course you did. <laughs> And yeah, that's the point. Yeah, a freelancer can be actually quite merciless in that same sense, too, where it you can get walled very, very easily in this game. And all, you can actually get, um, like, soft-locked as well. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you go into a very long mission and you run out of stuff, like, very, very quickly at the very beginning of a mission. And some of these missions can go up to, like, five or six phases and, without you stocking up. If if you're not very careful with your resources, like uh, being able to make sure that you have stuff to be able to repair your ship at the end of a mission uh, or close to the end of a mission, you can die over and over and over and over again. And it would, you can, it, it can be virtually impossible to get through the missions, what I should be saying. And I've actually beaten it just through sheer thick skull determination and dumb luck and constantly resetting over and over and over again just to be able to just get the right luck with the AI and just hoping to god that all the all the enemy ships don't just single me out and just like you know just absolutely gank me into oblivion but um okay yeah so so
0: open world like grand theft auto space yeah, you it, it is. It's like car. Grand Theft
1: Auto <laughs> in space before Grand Theft Auto was really a thing. It, yeah, it's just great. I love that game so much. Okay, wow,
0: more. That was the most concise you have ever
2: been. Holy shit. I'm, I'm kind of sold on this game. I want a remake now too. Oh, you'd love. Oh wait, it, it sounds. It also. It sounds like Eve.
1: I know yeah there's, <laughs> um
0: there's a there's a lot of this similar style because it, I'm yeah. pretty sure that rebel galaxy is exactly this uh, except with a little bit more of a narrative behind mm. it um I don't know if you played it we played it for side quest it was one of the very early side quests I did um, I've not played I don't like it um because I don't like space and I don't like cowboys and I don't <laughs> like and it's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: this game came out in about 2003, actually, March 4th, 2003. Uh, sorry, that was the initial release date. Um, yeah. yeah, like so yeah, there were a lot of themes to it that a lot of other games that would have come later on would have looked at this and been like, hey, this is actually a pretty good idea for a game. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, uh, enough, of, enough of my game. Uh, let's move on to somebody else's. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Pan, uh,
0: you, you had a couple ideas for tonight. <laughs> which one which one are we going to go with tonight? And, and again, well, I think we are going to do a second episode. Um, okay, well then
2: I will mention both of my ideas. Um, before While we are waiting for Morg to get ready to uh, record, I mentioned earlier that uh, I could make an entire episode out of things I would put in my version of the newest Pokemon game. That, so I'm not going to talk about that tonight because we have we have a time constraint. Oh
0: yeah, and I think we all I think we all would have input on that too. Yeah, yes we would. And I'm sure,
2: yeah. Like I don't think that there's there's anybody in our age bracket that hasn't played Pokemon or who is interested in video games.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh crap! Uh, I was supposed to trade you that thing today.
2: Yeah, we can deal with it later. It's fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm not in a rush. But yes, you were supposed to trade me Azalean. Um. Uh, but instead what, uh, what I will talk about, cause I can be a little more concise about it is I'm going to mention, uh, I, I talked about it in one mm-hmm. of the first podcasts I was involved in. I think it was the RTS podcast. SimAnt yeah, yeah. is a game from the nineties, uh, made by Maxis shortly after they were bought out by EA back when EA was still good. Uh, mm-hmm. you are a little ant and you were, you are a little, well, you're yellow, but you work for the black colonies and it is your job to do your best to make sure that the black ants, uh, gain supremacy over the red ants in this yard slash house. And you also have to drive out, there's also a submission to drive out the humans so that they will stop like bug bombing you guys and mowing you up in the lawn Hmm. So anyways, Uh, SimAnt is never, ever, ever getting a remake because Will Wright, the main brains behind the game, uh, quit video games forever because he hates EA. I'm not even making a joke about that. That's, that's actually why he quit video games. Um, so SimAnt, uh, for one, I would give it a modern UI because this game came out in like the early nineties and it has a very, very much a sort of late eighties, early nineties aesthetic to the UI. So it would have a modern UI, it'd probably have some sort of heads-up display with, like, the yellow ant's health and his hunger, because those are two things you have to worry about while you're being a yellow ant. You'd have different statistics on uh, the current health of the colony and the the health of the colony's queen, and, like, you'd probably have demographic info on uh, percentage of different castes of ants, because you have different castes. One of the big things that I liked about SimAnt is you have this slider you can control that uh, basically decides what casts are produced, and in SimAnt, yeah. in SimAnt it was a triangle, so you have uh, workers, soldiers, and breeders. I would uh, I would break that up quite a bit more, um, because you can get you can get really nitpicky with different casts of ants, especially if you're talking about different species. Right. Um. Also, I would make a functional difference between the workers and the soldiers because the old game, it didn't have much of a functional difference. I think the Mm. soldiers got hungry just a tiny bit faster and the soldiers uh, were better at combat. So there was almost no reason not to just completely disregard workers and never produce them. And, of course, Mm. breeders never fought. They ate a shitload of food, but they did reproduce and you could make new colonies with breeders.
1: So, do you feel like there could have been, like, maybe some, maybe adjustments to some of the mechanics to it? Like, maybe, oh, yeah. like, an upgrade system to make some, yeah. yeah.
2: And, yeah, that's another thing that I was thinking about, because, like, you're just basic, you're just basic little black ants. And there are, like, weird-ass ant subspecies, like, especially in, like, South America that have, like, and in Africa that have, like, really, really specific casts. You have, like, a... You have, like, spe- specific casts of soldiers that can, like, mix chemicals inside their butts and make themselves explode. Yeah. Yeah, you have, there's, like, honeypot there's... workers that can that can eat and, like, their bellies swell up and they turn into this giant wad of goo uh, that just vomits honey out whenever somebody wanders near them and is hungry.
0: hmm That's awesome and also weird.
2: Yeah, um, actually, honeypot ants are a delicacy in the, the area where they're from because they're like a crunchy, basically a crunchy wad of honey.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it seems weird to eat a bug, but, like, it's a bug that's literally filled with sugar water. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> so cool. um, so I would, I would give, like, some kind of upgrade system so you can unlock new casts or improve the casts that you have. Um, give it, like, some it,
0: traditional... Not traditional, but, like, some modern RTS mechanics. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. or, like, like in
2: XCOM, how you can, like, research different things, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there's, yeah. um... I've been... I've talked about it a couple times. I've been playing a lot of Northgard recently. I, I kind of... I stopped playing it because I played a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but Northguard had research trees based on lore. Like, so the lore of our our tribe did this and this. So you actually had, like, skill trees based on what you were producing lore-wise and... There was different units to produce lore and whatnot. But it kind of sounds like it could benefit from something like, you know, modern RTS, like like Northgard, where it's like, hey, this is what we need. You know, like like specializing in different tree. Because, like, in Northgard, you have, what was it, like 12 different clans you could pick from um, that all had their own special abilities and special things and special tiers. And, like, I, I could see it going that way very much. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, another thing that I would add, um, would be different species of ants, because, and, mm-hmm. like, di- different species mm-hmm. sort of sit at different l- areas in the technology tree.
1: Oh, that'd be cool.
2: Yeah. Or you could have, like, uh, army ants, which army ants don't actually make a nest. They just kind of march.
0: Move. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they've got this, like, giant ball of ants that everybody else carries, and they, like, just protect the queen, and the queen just constantly lays eggs, and the ball of ants around her just takes care of her and takes care of the eggs. And whenever they stumble across something dead or something rotten or fruit or whatever, they just eat it and then move on.
1: I don't know mm. why I keep thinking of, like, 300 with, like, the Persian Empire, and there's, like, the god-king and his, like, chariot That's being, like, exactly a swarm it. of guys just holding it up. Oh, That's my exactly God. <laughs> it. That's exactly
2: it. So, I I would have, like, you could pick some some of the really weird uh, species of ants that have different bonuses or different uh, disadvantages. Um, And, let's see, one or two other things I would change. Um, Oh, so in, like, the the like about stuff because i read like every single text file associated with this game because it was it was the only game i owned for several years when i was a small child and had nothing to do mm-hmm. um it, yeah. it would say stuff like if you kill caterpillars you know you can you can eat them up and gobble them up for food because caterpillars would crawl around the screen so whenever you kill a caterpillar it would explode into little food pellets <laughs> it said yeah and you could also kill spiders and ant lions for food so I would try that, but they wouldn't explode into food pellets, and I think that somebody forgot to code that or something.
1: Mm, the or it was a feature
2: they were going to add, but then they never did.
1: Yeah. I don't know if antlions would, be, would work very well, because, I mean, like, antlions love to eat ants.
2: Right, right, and you can fall in an antlion pit and just get devoured. There's a, there's a wonderful little text box about it. But if you swarm the uh. antlion with, like, enough of your friends... Because you can, you as the yellow ant can put down different chemical trails to make the other ants do your bidding. So you can put ah. down the alert. Yeah, you can put down, put down like an alert chemical trail, and then all the colony soldiers will just swarm to your location. So oh, if you cool. bring, like, yeah, if you completely surround an antlion with with soldiers, uh, the antlion will die and it'll shrivel up and then the hole will go away. And according to the game's files, you're supposed to get food from that, but they never exploded into food pellets.
1: Oh. Same with the spider. I can see yeah, the lion a... and it's freaky.
2: Yeah, it looks freaky, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it's got, like, these red eyes, and it's all gray. It's just like, I shall devour you. And there's, like, this yellow ant going, ah, no,
2: yeah, no, no, no. It looks like a sarlacc.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Um, and then the spider, too. Uh, there's a spider that wanders around and just eats ants, but if you surround the spider, you can kill him. And then the spider is disabled for a while. You're supposed mm. to get food from that, but you never did. I found out if you kill the spider enough times, the spider eventually gets, like, laser eyes, and he will laser kill the... He will, like, shoot a laser beam out of his face and kill the ants.
1: What? <laughs> that's a lot of okay. BS. I hate it already. This game needs yeah. a rework now.
2: Well, one oh, of the things geez. you can do, though, one of the strategies is, like, you can lead the spider over to the entry to the red ant nest, and he'll just hang out there and chase the red ants all day.
1: Oh, lovely. That's hilarious.
2: That's a That's a wonderful... Um, so there's, there's lots of, there's more, I'm trying to think of, there's a few other ideas I have for, uh, updating SimAnt. Um, I would, I would make up, I would make up like dozens more like gruesome deaths because that's another wonderful thing about SimAnt is that for every way your, your ant can die, there's like a gruesome text box about it, but that amounts to about 20 different gruesome deaths it gets a little old after a while i would put in dozens and dozens of different gruesome deaths or even alternate text box for the same gruesome death mhm cuz it yeah hmm. it's like if you get sucked up by the lawnmower by the way if the lawnmower comes and uh, all the like every ant who is above ground when the lawnmower comes to your square dies oh yeah which it can really fuck you up uh, but yeah it's like you uh, you hear you hear the distant whirring of the blades, and suddenly you are sucked up into the vortex of spinning mechanical death. Your body is chopped to pieces.
1: <laughs> that yeah. is an eloquent poem. Well, sheer demise. Yeah.
2: Or of like death. if if the, if you fall in the antlion pit, it's like you 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 scramble you scramble to safety, but you are just not quick enough. The antlion leaps out and chews your body to a delicious pulp.
1: Mmm That is awful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would I would lean hard into I would lean hard into discovering new casts and new new technologies, but it'd basically be like new bioweapons you can employ against the red ants. I would add different missions that you can commit that you can commit to against the red ants instead of just like every time it's like, ah oh, just go for the queen and kill her and then you win that tile. Um, uh, but like there's yeah. different missions that you need to do depending on where you're at, uh, that will give you an advantage against the reds. So I would add missions. Okay. I would add more variety to the gruesome deaths. And I would make it so you can actually get food from the, from killing the spider and the ant lion. And I would add a bunch more different predators.
0: And then also the different species of ants. like. Yeah,
2: and I would add different species of ants that you can start off as. Okay.
0: All right, that's it. Sounds pretty. I've wanted to try SimAnt since we talked about it before, but I would definitely try the remake.
2: It's definitely. it's abandonware. You can find it.
0: I know. I just haven't.
2: <laughs> that's that's fine.
0: Um. Okay. Um. So my game uh, I'm going to talk about is one I've done on SideQuest. I've talked about it quite a bit on this show, but I would I would want a remake uh more like a spiritual sequel honestly to uh, Diablo EVO this no the EVO the search for Eden uh no i actually like Diablo 3 morg i actually really like it i'm, <laughs> I'm good with them hand, handling handling <laughs> the Diablo franchise um but no uh i i want to see an EVO remake cuz i am not i'm not star for ARPGs like Diablo i mean there there's a lot of them mm-hmm. um but, uh, so EVO, The Search for Eden, if no one's ever played it, um, you should,
2: And We've talked marks. about it at length.
0: <laughs> yes. But, uh, what, what I would do is that, you know, a lot of people say that Spore was, was close to it, and, and honestly, I don't want anything to do with the hey, you evolve into people-ish things with tribes and stuff. And I just, I don't, I don't really care for that section of Spore. So I would basically, for me, Spore sort of topped out at the creature phase, which is phase two. Um, So what I want to see is I want to see another just like shitballs crazy story that Evo had, because that was hilarious. Um, There was like, what, the dinosaurs were trying to take over because they had evolved into humanoids. Um, you were trying to stop uh, some other things from taking over and sort of, like, creating a stale environment. Um,
2: also, and they also-, also, like, all of creation was, like, trying to evolve into the perfect mate for the spirit of Earth.
0: Ah. Yes, yeah. You were basically going to be Adam, Adam and Eve to Gaia. You were going to, be, was going to be Gaia's Adam. And then you were going to create humanity... Um, there were like false endings to the game. You could join the T Rexes at the end of the dura- uh, end of the Mesozoic era, uh, and then just rule the world as, as as dinosaurs. But then you would eventually still die from the comet, uh, mm. and then just like be wiped out. Um, you could, you you could
2: c- become a mermaid.
0: You could. Ooh. Uh, you could. Be- you could become a mermaid. You can actually become a human under certain circumstances. You could evolve. Uh, certain traits in the mammal phase to become a human, Um, which I never did. I kind of like the sort of chimeric, uh, just, like, weird monsters you could come up with. I normally was, like, large rhinoceros body with a giraffe neck and lion jaws. Like, (laughs) I was normally, like...
2: Yeah. I did three playthroughs of it. I did one playthrough where I was optimal build, mm -hmm. which turned into some kind of dragon thing.
0: Mmm, yeah. yeah. I had, like,
2: T-Rex jaws and wings, and I breathed fire. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that. Yeah. And then, uh, another time I was like, oh, I heard about this mermaid ending. I'll do the merm I'll be a mermaid. So I did the mermaid. Yeah. And then- then I went for true ending, which was you become a human.
0: Right. Well, the, that ending still happens if you're just an amalgamation also. Um- they just basically turn you into a human, and the end credits is all. Um. And but yeah, if you go in as a human, you, I, I, I know maybe it is a different cutscene. I don't, I don't remember. I beat it as a human once. And I recall later.
2: it being slightly different. I think there's like a different boss at the end. But it's also been over ten years since I played it. You might know better than me.
0: Uh, I played it just under two years ago, and that's the first time I beat it as a human. Um, maybe a little bit longer. Um. But anyways, what I would like to see is a, like a, just another take at this game. Uh, I don't, I don't think I would care if it was still two D or bumped up to three D. I don't think that really matters to the, to the idea. But I do like the idea of like a. There's this crazy story, and you are sort of going through this adventure to sort of like, um, you know, like. There is a goal, essentially, because just like aimlessly wandering and evolving doesn't really feel that great, I don't feel, for me, personally. Maybe that's really interesting to someone. I just want to become a big T-Rex and just kill everything I see all the time. (laughs) That's not a power gaming gaming fantasy I'm into. Um, Another thing I would like to see is um, a little bit uh, less of a grind, I would say. Or maybe like... um, Yeah. Yeah cuz like it, it it you had to eat meat so you had to had to be a carnivore in order to get points essentially cuz plants were always health and meat was always um points and I like how spore did that is if you were an herbivore you actually got points for eating plants and then you got sick if you ate meat <laughs> and then you know vice versa if you were carnivore you had to eat meat um yeah so something something along the lines of that, where you could actually have some diversity, and you didn't have to just be this fierce carnivore the way the EVO sort of made you. Um, you you could also um, one thing I would like to see is a lot more options for evolution. Uh, one of the things that they did in the game is hands and feet were basically your fins in the in the fish age. Is, is you know it's like a Precambrian. Uh, not Precambrian. What is it? What is that called? What is that age called? I'm blanking remember. on it too. Yeah, it, it's it's basically the first age of animals in, on Earth. That history. might be
2: Precambrian. Yeah, I think
0: it's. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I think it is Precambrian because yeah. Cambrian or is cambrian. the amphibians. Is it Cambrian, cambrian or the amphibians? Cambrian? I don't know. I don't know. It's. it's I, I'll
2: spell it out for you, but continue to- while I spell it out.
1: We're going to have to look at, uh, what is that, uh, video, uh, the history of the entire world, maybe, because I think that guy would probably know.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, so yeah, you start out in the fish age, then you go amphibians, then you go dinosaurs, and dinosaurs has two ages. You have the early dinosaurs, and you have the late dinosaurs, and then you have two ages of mammals, which is ice age, and then modern mammal age, um... So like I would like to see you progress through the areas. Yeah, it is Cambrian. So yeah, ah, it would be Precambrian. It. A um, Cambrian
2: is someone that is half succubus, half human.
0: See, there you ah, go. You need well, to have there the, you go. Need to have Need to have the R there so we're not talking about D&D again. <laughs> 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 um um so, yeah, I, I actually really like a lot of paleontology and dinosaurs and that kind of stuff. So I would like to see more games like this where we were in, you know, sort of ancient times and doing this kind of stuff. But I also like the idea of making your own prehistoric animal. Um, I would also like to see, um, well, I talked about uh, what I was starting to say and I kind of sidetracked myself. um is that like they had options like hands and feet and fins and, and all that kind of stuff? You got like as you progress through the game and got through different areas, they actually deactivated certain paths of customization. Yeah. Uh, I would oh, like yeah. to see that not happen. I would like for you to be able to customize a lot of different parts on your body, regardless of where you're at in the tree. Um, for instance, maybe you do have to work towards. Lungs and and gills and and that kind of stuff, eventually later on, and like yeah okay it could be kind of overpowered if you're this amphibious, like rhinoceros skinned, you know like giant T Rex thing with Triceratops frill and horns and thagomizers and like yeah like you could get this like insanely hideous monster it would be undefeatable but like
2: well here's I, the thing uh, here's the thing you could do that's a halfway point, you could have it so that certain like you you'd have like categories that you would be in based on the uh evolutions you took and yeah. it could be super advantageous to be an amphibian during the early mesozoic era but right. it's it's a big disadvantage later when you get to like past the mesozoic era
0: I you could know. almost see I could almost see you picking um picking a sort of like build you know what yeah. I mean um and say like okay this run I'm gonna go and, and you know I actually just make it into um, I, I actually if you go to this point I'm I'm sort of formulating this idea as I talk too because for me it was a lot of just upgrading the mechanics but what the game would actually be is sort of cloudy to me but like if it was actually kind of like a roguelike in a sense of you're doing runs Ooh. you could mm. do you could do an amphibian run you could do a reptile run yeah. And like as a reptile these things are available to you and you would have to sort of progress down certain ways and then you could have maybe like branching paths that sort of lock you out of different options,
1: maybe. Exactly. So you wouldn't yeah. be overpowered. Yeah, that's but something I w- that I
2: would I would consider, yes.
1: I could dig go on the but small I, theropod route and then end up becoming a bird. That'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's that's something I was thinking about, is that like maybe mm-hmm. like a reptile at some point gets a free upgrade to bird. But everyone else would have to, like, spend evolution points to get the upgrade to bird or to get uh, right. access to bird evolutions. Um, another thing that I was thinking about would be, like, something with, like, mammals is that, like, w- mammals are warm-blooded. Mammals have, like, super high metabolisms. They constantly have to eat. hmm But higher brain functions mm-hmm. are easier because we have that higher metabolism. Mm-hmm. So like there'd yep. be there'd be like interesting things where like you have the trade off of metabolism versus like brain function. Oh.
0: Yes, um, yeah, and you you can get into an insane amount of detail with this, and I, I like oh, the yeah. idea of still uh, still creating your own creature at the same time. That you, this you know, is, like
2: this is the game I wanted Spore to be. Yeah.
0: This yeah, I know.
1: Great.
0: And yeah, and it would have been, and it, and. Yeah. And and also not make it such hard hard lines because you know the the line between a fish and an amphibian is a pretty small, you know, it's it's a long progression. You know what I mean? Um Um
2: well, what I was going to say is like there are some like really really minute differences like when you go way way back to very early mammals. It gets kind of tough to decide what's a mammal and what's a reptile.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially well, they had to, what are they called mammalian reptiles? Uh, yeah, and like that,
2: D- Dimetrodon. Dimetrodon is what comes to mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stuff like that. Like I, I got really interested in this idea because of uh, Pokemon Snap. We got to talk about us re- remaking a game, and I think I mentioned that earlier on. But like, what makes me think about Evo a lot is a lot of the ecology stuff I do, and especially since I've been doing a lot of research into terror birds or. Um, titanus or Di- uh, Diatrima or, or you know the, all the other sort of like ancient birds that were like just they call them terror birds but like you know they're they're not a very popular ancient animal that we talk about a lot because it's like aha, it was just an ostrich and it's like no They the the, the uh, yeah Titana, titanus was a ten foot tall like freaking killing machine and or so we Or think. the giant moa. Yeah, or the giant moa, or something like that. Like, these two-legged birds that were, like, insanely awesome. They're actually in, um... AVO does have a diatrima level, where you actually do have to fight those birds, and they're not nice. Um, so, like, I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm very much into this, like, the, the, the idea of, like... You know, learning about this kind of stuff, and that's actually um, why uh, some of you listeners might have saw me on Twitter. I was talking about um, Tier Zoo, which is a guy who talks about like you know animals in a sense of gaming, and like Tier Zoo is oh, kind right of now. talking about what I want to do for like this game. It's like, hey, here's the here's the hippo build. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, here's how you like do it. the hippo build?
2: Yeah, um, and something that would be interesting to me. Sorry, my thumb slipped there for a sec. Okay. Something that would be interesting to me would be, like, um, so IRL, like, we have, like, animals that are just hyper, hyper specialized. Um, Mm -hmm. An excellent example would be, like, the koala. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they (laughs) are particularly, absolutely, specifically, perfectly evolved to devour eucalyptus.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Which is great, because nobody else eats eucalyptus, so, like, they, they see a eucalyptus tree, they have a free meal. But eucalyptus trees suck for nutrition, so I'm saying like if you do something like that where you are specializing in a certain thing, the more you specialize, the more you're locked out of other things. Yeah, and you yeah, have to you have to sit down good. and really balance that. But I think or not balance it because like koalas aren't balanced; they're fucking stupid. You've all seen the copy pasta.
0: Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. well, I I love the the origin, the Z Frank video from, you know, ages back about yeah. koalas. Like, koalas in the rain. <laughs> oh, and the fact God. that, like, the baby koalas have to eat the koala mom's poop because um, they can't survive the eucalyptus. A like, ton of animals oh, yeah, are like that, the though. Enzymes and for digestion. Yeah. yeah. A lot well, of
2: animals are like that, though. So that's that's yeah. not unique to koala, but a lot of animals yeah. are like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's still gross.
2: It it's is. It's still, it like... Is. <laughs> iguanas do that. Iguanas do that too. Um, uh, Gorillas young iguanas do that
1: even as adults too.
2: Yeah, yeah. A lot of plant eaters do that because they need to establish the uh, the bacteria in their dig- in their small intestine, and they need basically yeah. a sample of someone else's established bacteria in order to do that. But yeah, uh, young iguanas need to do that. So if you breed iguanas, you have to like give them a supply of adult iguana poo.
0: That's
1: nice. <laughs> I mean, like, it's either that or they have to develop, like, a you know, a second, third, or even fourth stomach like cows have to have in order to be able to properly digest yeah, all that yeah. vegetation. It's yeah. So hard to process.
0: Right. And it, you know, and these, these you know, vegetarians do so much work and we still have to eat them. Poor guys. <laughs> they do so much work lifting. to make things. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, that, like, Evo, you know, some sort of spiritual remake where you do sort of like get to go through life as like a, a rogue, you know, maybe not a rogue like where we talked about, because like maybe you unlock different different trees as you go. That could be the you know the progression that we you know we talked about needing to have in a rogue like something like that. But essentially, I want the gameplay to be I'm going around and I'm just eating my stuff and trying to, uh, you know breed out traits, like a spore did. Yeah, and, and like, I'm, I'm eating my
2: stuff, I'm, I'm avoiding predators, or out-competing other predators, and I'm looking for... yeah, Yep. For mm-hmm. Lady owl bears.
0: Yes, Lady owl bears. <laughs> Um. So, yeah, like, uh, yeah, and I, I, I and it's really, the, the, I got, got really into this idea lately because of me doing a lot of research for the Terror Birds, because that's my next article and i really am, like i don't think i've been like this deep into research on an article yet because like terror birds are so interesting i didn't know a lot about them before i started doing this morg terror birds are awesome
1: they are they really are and, <laughs> have you mm.
2: seen have you seen that thing where they they found like an actual giant moa's foot in a cave
0: mm no i haven't
2: Okay, so giant moas only went extinct in like the 1400s thereabouts. Not actually right, sure yeah. because like Europeans didn't get to New Zealand till the 1600s. Hmm. But giant moas but, yeah. were like present in uh, in Maori. Uh, God, what's the word? Folklore. Giant moas were present. Were so yeah. present in folklore at the time of European contact. That anthropologists estimate it it was within like two to five hundred years that giant moas went extinct. And anyways, uh, right, I I want to say in the seventies or eighties, like these archaeologists found this like cave, and they found a mummified giant moa in the back of the cave.
1: Oh wow! Because they'd
2: only been extinct like five hundred years, so a uh, five hundred year old mummy's nothing.
1: These birds are massive. Yeah. They could be like sixteen feet tall. That like if they were standing up perfectly straight. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, huge How
2: big here I'm sending you the image, yeah, they found that yeah. in the cave,
0: oh damn that that is huge, that just looks huge,
2: yeah, but th- like that's oh, a- the actual like <laughs> skin and flesh still on it
1: that is awesome, that is so cool. it looks like a dinosaur foot,
0: mm-hmm. It does.
1: But that's the thing,
0: it's like <laughs> I just I, I I wanna see I wanna see a game that really does a you know, a good deep dive into into like you know, biology and that kind of stuff and an actual good dinosaur game. Like we don't have a lot of good dinosaur games. Mm-hmm. I will say that Turok, Turok one and two are pretty good. And then um I liked the Carnivore series where you were hunting dinosaurs, but that's kind of janky. Like, there's not a lot of good dinosaur games, so I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Um,
2: that reminds me. Um, there was a game, a Jurassic Park game. I, I want to say it was on the N64, but it could have been on the SNES. I remember mm-hmm. renting it from Blockbuster. That's why I say it had to be SNES or N64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you played as the dinosaurs. And you were hunting people and other dinosaurs across the island. Yeah. And, like, you could build up combos. So that way, if you killed enough things in a short amount of time, you went into, like, instinct mode. Where basically you were invincible and you could, like, super, super kill things. And the early levels... I
0: don't know this one.
2: Oh my god, okay, so now I have to find this game. It was a Jurassic Park game. You started off as like the raptors and you could eventually unlock being the T-Rex.
0: The only thing I remember that I got really into, there was a PS1 game called Warpath Jurassic Park. And that was a straight up just like Mortal Kombat style 2D fighting game with the different dinosaurs. And like Giganotosaurus was like OP (laughs) because he was just so big. (laughs) And like he didn't fit all the way on the screen and stuff. Warpath was so fun, but you know, I also I also am you know a casual fighting game fan as well, so I'm not I'm not sure that that one would hold up as much as what you're talking about because that sounds amazing, mm-hmm. but I never heard of it. I do remember the original one; it was sort of like a top down, like Zombies ate my neighbors, um, where you were like the the guy who says clever girl tried to tranquilize all the dinosaurs or something and get through the levels. Like, I do remember that, and that was a SNES game. I and found it. I think it. that was just called Jurassic Park.
2: I was wrong. It was on the PlayStation.
0: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: The Lost World Jurassic Park. Uh, basically, there were five different characters. Uh, you could be the Compsonathus. You could be the Human Hunter. Mm-hmm. You could be the Velociraptor. You could be the T-Rex. And you could be the Lady from Jurassic Park.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. And
2: depending on if you're the human or the humans or the dinosaurs, you either got to avoid the dinosaurs or you got to be the dinosaurs hunting everything. And also uh, Jeff Goldblum hmm. apparently did a lot of voice acting on this game.
1: Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. is such a snazzy guy.
0: <laughs> a weird, weird, weird guy. But there yeah. you
2: go. There you go. Fortuan. I'm sure um, you'll love it.
0: So yeah, like I I if I had the the game expertise, I would just make what what, what I've been talking about, but I don't. You cut um, out super hard. I don't, yeah, don't really know making a game. We got some nasty robot voice there. It didn't go well. Yeah, there it is. I've seen that cover. Just never played it.
2: There's a game to remake where you're a dinosaur hunting the people.
0: Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a, there's a little bonus one. Oh gosh, it actually has a soundtrack listed. It's hilarious. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what we have tonight. Um, is there, we actually kind of you know we did it kind of quickly, quicker than I thought we would. Yeah. Then again, the other stuff that we want to get into, especially pans, would be a lot longer. Um, I don't, I don't suspect that my number two would be very long at all. In fact, I think it would be shorter than my number one, but, um, like, uh, I'm very excited to talk about this next week as well. Cause like, I, I don't know the Pokemon snap thing sort of like, holy cow. Cause like that came out
1: of nowhere, right? I like, know, right? Yeah, I was very surprised about that. I didn't think we were going to get another Pokemon snap.
2: Yeah, so but like, yeah, my why husband, not? my husband told me he's like Chelsea. They made a new Pokemon Snap game, and I was like, "What? What? What?" And then I yeah. like I watched half the trailer, <laughs> and then I just like immediately sent the message to Fortwan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really yeah, you, I, weird. I, oh boy, Chaos Island. Oh yeah, there, there's so many Jurassic Park games. I just. That
1: would have been I just another wish. great game for them to remaster. Oh, that would have been a great RTS to make. Mm, super good.
2: So I suppose they'll all hear from us next week about uh, changes we'd make to some other games.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because we got we got twelve minutes till fortran has got to log off and get back on his other on his other podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah we're uh, doing the Jumpstart set review for Magic. Um, with Leo, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm just, I would just like the Pokemon Snap was like, hey, there's so many things I would like done. If I get the time, I may poke at game development again. And if I do, it was I always said it was going to be the EVO remake. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm not making promises because I am not a developer, but I do know how to program. So, there we go. Of course, I also do so much stuff now with, you know, the articles and the podcast. And I don't know when, when I would just sit down and take the time to do something like that. We're
2: but, wrapping yeah. up.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, I think we'll cut it off here. Thank you guys for listening tonight. Um, hope you guys have some ideas for games to remake too. You know, you can always join the uh, Discord. It's just Hunter's Hub. Uh, and, and, you know, um, find me on Twitter. I'm also. Uh, very happy to give out Discord links on Twitter or wherever you can find us um, by the way I am at Pod on Twitter and you'll see a lot of d stuff especially articles I'll be doing and then the various shows we're doing including you know both Pan and Morgue as players in the Legends of Kaloran I don't really know what to call that D&D quest but like all I know is the continent is called Kaloran
2: and we call so, it Kaloran
0: Sure. <laughs> Unless you guys decide to leave the continent at some point. Then we're stuck. But
2: <laughs> That's also the name of the dimension.
0: <laughs> well, Limora is the name of the world. But yes. Um, oh, that reminds me. Dwarves are coming out soon. I took a long time to figure out demigods for dwarves because that was not easy. But I think I got it. And that'll be out soon. So anyways, yeah. Uh,
1: I'll see you guys in the next quest. And Morg, where will you be? Well, you guys can always find me in uh, Discord tw- uh, some, I actually haven't really been on Twitch a lot but I mean I frequent it now and then but for the most part I'm on Twitter so yeah you can always come check me out at morganhay 3 you know I've, I've got some spicy stuff up there you know mostly uh, retweeting everybody's awesome cat and dog videos and pics and uh, you know uh, chatting up uh, with uh, uh, Muslims, Buddhas, Christians, Satanists, vegans, uh, LGBTQ people. It's actually, there are a lot of diverse communities that I'm actually getting myself involved in. Um, it's actually really nice. I like enjoy, I enjoy talking with a lot of those people. Really great, really great conversations to have with everybody all around. And I yeah. encourage people to get in There's on the action, a, yeah. And also,
2: a very, play freelance, goddammit, God as well it's as the game. internet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Great place to make friends. And bitter enemies. I mean, you okay. poison, you know? uh, Whatever Pan. makes you happy. Where
0: can we find you?
2: I was waiting for Fortwine to say, Hey, Pen, where I are you going? Where are we going to see you? Twitter. But then hey,
1: Pan, spaced out or something. where are we going to see you at?
2: Well, you can find Damn, me on the, find the Discord. You. Uh... You can always oh. at me. I plan next week to completely uh, bitch and complain about the steps that the Pokemon Company hasn't taken forward in this in uh, their series, and things that I would do if I was in charge of Game Freak slash the Pokemon Company. So you can at me and uh, with th- what you think I should be changed and what uh, issues I should address. But I guarantee I've probably already thought of them.
1: Constructive criticism, uh, we love it. That's
0: a that's a good that's a good plug for next week for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure no one gives a crap about my next game, so I won't even tell, talk about. it. <laughs> oh, that's not true. What is it? Primal Rage.
2: Yay! I don't even know what it is, so you're right. Oh, it's such a great fighting game. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's a fighting game where you play these gods that are dinosaurs, and yeah, of course it's dinosaurs. But like, um. Yeah, it's, it's good, Pam. Actually, um, uh, if you read the, uh, the Garalon article, two of them are from Primal, Primal Rage. Two of the variations. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening tonight. Uh, shorter episode, but had to keep it that way because scheduling. So, thanks for listening and see you later.
1: Bye-bye.